Hi there, and welcome to the Grief and Rebirth Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Barnhart, along with author and trauma survivor, Irene Weinberg. We're here to encourage you wherever you are on your healing journey. In each episode, we will chat with incredible grief and trauma specialists, healers, mediums, and celebs, as well as remarkable people who have inspiring healing stories to share. If you're looking for a podcast that's both uplifting and inspiring, you found us. Let us help you find your joy in life. Well, hello out there again. It is another fantastic episode here on the Grief and Rebirth podcast. I'm Stephanie Barnhart, joined by my lovely New Jersey co-host, Irene Weinberg, with a very special guest. I think we say that every time, but every guest really, truly is special. Irene, how are you? Hello. Hi, darling. How are you? I'm great. You know, trying to avoid the rain and the snow here and stay warm. But that's why we have these cozy conversations, right? (laughs) And the best thing is for someone to curl up and listen to the conversation when that rain and snow is falling outside. I agree. I agree. You know, sad is a real thing. Seasonal, whatever. And uh, the seasonal sad and... uh, these are great podcasts to help keep everybody happy. And do you know what else today is? I just remembered. I was going to tell you. It's oh World Kindness Day today that we're recording on. Isn't that ironic that we have Tammy on for us to do this? You couldn't ask for a kinder, cooler person to have on. I'm going to tell everyone about Tammy. She is the founder of Elevated Existence which is an online magazine and the publisher and director of Elevated Existence Magazine, which is a multi-award winning new age spiritual and self-improvement publication. Mm. As a three-time award-winning writer, she has more than 15 years of magazine publishing experience. And Tammy, everyone is going to want to Subscribe to Elevated Existence after this interview. I just know it. You help so many people through this, through your magazine. And I know it's an, it's a, it's an out, it's a outgrowth. Is that the right word? From your own, it's a way you've healed a part of healing your own grief and, and giving uh, and rebirthing yourself. And I know you're also working on healing other parts of yourself. So why don't we get going with you and have you uh, tell our listeners uh, how exactly what you do and what inspired you to pursue this calling? Sure, absolutely. Um, first of all, thank you so much for thinking of me and having me here. Um, and for me, it, it started back um, when I was 22 years old and my mother passed suddenly from a brain aneurysm three days after Christmas. Um, that was in 1999. And I had grown up Catholic And so I had faith as part of my life, but I sort of had fallen off from that at the time. And when my mother passed, it sort of just rocked everything for me, as I think it it does for anyone who loses a loved one, especially when it's a sudden um, sort of out of the blue loss. And so after losing her, my, uh, my sister and I, there was no closure, there was no goodbye, nobody had any contact with her um, when it happened. So my sister actually convinced me to go to a medium and it was actually somebody that synchronistically my mother knew about before she passed about six months before she passed. She was actually introduced to this guy 
And this was back in 1999. So, you know, today mediums are on the television and it's just such a common thing and everybody knows about it. But back then we thought that this guy that we knew about really was the only person in the world who had this ability. So he just sort of started popping up everywhere after my mother died. And my sister kept Ooh, saying, oh, his, um, yeah, sure. His name is, um, he's still out there today, George Anderson. Oh, I know that name very well. Yes. So, um, so he just started popping up everywhere. Literally, Lifetime did a special on him. I think like Dateline or one of the main primetime shows did a special on him. He was on radio shows. He was in you know, in our area in New Jersey doing doing readings. And it was like, it was just nuts. It just, it seemed like all of a sudden we were bombarded with him. And my sister kept saying to me, you know, Tammy, you know, mommy knew about him. And I think she's trying to get us to go. There was no closure. You know, we need to hear from her. So she convinced me to do it. And we finally decided to do it. He was doing readings out of um, New York. It was in Long Island at the time. And so 10 months after she passed, we drove out there for the reading. Me being a skeptical Virgo that I am, um, filled out the form that we had to fill out. Everything was done through the mail because this was, you know, prior to PayPal and online, you know, payments and all that. And so I lied about everything. We gave somebody else's name, another friend's home address, and yet another friend's work phone number, just because we thought, well, in case, you know, he's not for real and he does research or something like that, we're not going to give him info. So we went out and we did it. It was an hour reading. We recorded it at the time. And I honestly can say that I was beyond floored within the first like three minutes of the reading. And he blew my mind. And I left there knowing without a shadow of a doubt that my mother was in that room and that my mother was communicating because of the information that he gave that by the way, no matter what the internet is today, you still could not locate this information that he that he offered to us. So I just knew, and um, and that really kind of launched me into this into this spiritual realm, you know, the spiritual but not religious realm that people talk about. And I started just researching everything on him and and everything on life after death, and one thing led to another. And about eight years after my mother passed away, I decided I really just wanted to, you know, I'd been in the magazine industry and I really just wanted to put my my efforts and my focus into writing and, and helping people with the information that was helping me. And so after kind of looking around and trying to find a company to work for, there really weren't that many spiritual magazines out there back then. And so a friend of mine who I worked with at the time convinced me to start one on my own. And after telling her she was crazy, I couldn't get the thought out of my head. And it was about three months later that I started the company. And then three months after that, we debuted with Deepak Chopra on our first cover. So how did you so, do that? How did you get that? That was a fabulous get for you. Yeah, that was huge. And I'll have to tell you, that was very... Um, that was all, that was my first discovery of synchronicity. Um, I teach so much now about signs and synchronicity and, and all really what I teach about is how to communicate with the universe on, on all different levels, but signs and synchronicity play into that. And the biggest synchronicity are when I finally started realizing, wait a minute, the universe is behind, you know, universe, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it is behind everything going on in our life. We don't realize it, but when we start sort of connecting the dots, we realize everything is leading us somewhere. And I made this connection because 
the reason we got Deepak Chopra on the cover for the first issue went back a year before I even started the magazine when I wound up getting a random coupon in my email for uh, $400 off of a Chopra Center event that was happening in New York. And I decided to go to that event. I wound up meeting people there and I wound up meeting the spa director there. The Chopra Center is based in California, but this at the time they had a center in New York. And I went to a perfect health conference there. I learned how to meditate. I decided I wanted to work for myself in some way. Again, this was a year before I started anything. And it was like, all of a sudden I decided to start this magazine. And then suddenly I realized Deepak Chopra was coming to New York in April. And, you know, I I started the company in March. I realized he was coming to New York in April to speak. I went to that event. I, I told them I was starting this magazine that I wanted to cover the event as the cover story. And I wanted to cover him and put him on the cover. And they probably thought I was completely insane. And so, you know, they gave me some information that I could email to get a photo. I said, I just really want a photo of him for the for the cover. And so um, it took me back. The reason I was finally able to get him, not only was that event, you know, synchronistically happening when I decided to start this magazine so that I didn't even have to travel anywhere because it was right in New York. Um, I couldn't get the photo. And so I literally got into the subway on my lunch hour because I was working in New York at the time. And I went down to that Chopra Center and I had my brand new letterhead with my logo and everything in my hand. And I went in and I said to the woman behind the desk, you know, can I speak with the spa director? And she said she was in a meeting. So I scribbled a note on there explaining who I was, if she remembered me, this is what I'm doing and my cell phone number. By the time I had gone upstairs into the Starbucks to get myself a latte, she called me. And she said, yeah, she said, yes, I remember you. There's no reason why we should not be able to get you a photo. Let me see what I can do. By the time I got back in the subway and back to my uh, office at the time, I had several photo options in my email. And so that connection that I had made a year before where I had gone to this event and decided, hey, I learned meditation and realized, wait a minute, I want to I wanna work for myself. I want to cover these topics. At first, I thought I was just going to be a freelancer. I had no idea that I was going to start a company. But that and that connection, and then the fact that the universe was like, knew that I was starting this magazine and that Deepak Chopra was going to be at in New York, you know, all those things lined up. And to be honest with you, I even knew about the fact that there was a Chopra Center in New York because... I found Wayne Dyer and Wayne Dyer talked about it on one of his podcasts. And that even led me to realizing there was even something in, in New York. So all I realized all of that was set into motion way before I even knew what I was doing or that I even had an inkling of what I was going to be doing. The universe really set all of that up for me. That's amazing. And there's a lot of synchronicities with my own story, which we'll talk about at another time, but it's really fantastic. Could you talk to some of our our listeners who do not know what synchronicity is and how it and how it affects their lives? I think they would be very happy for this information. Sure. Yeah, synchronicity. I, I think we hear the term all the time, like, "Oh, that was synchronistic," or you know, people hear you know you hear that term or you hear the word coincidence a lot. But the term itself, synchronicity, actually means one or more. No, I'm sorry, it's two or more events that somehow are meaningfully connected or or people will refer to as a meaningful coincidence. So one thing is similar to the other. It could be the same exact thing repeating 
Or it could be, like I said, one event leading to the next event leading to the next event where you realize all of these dots were sort of set up and you can connect them. And the term was actually created years and years ago in the 1920s, I believe it was, by um, the Swiss psychologist um, Carl Jung. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he actually coined the term. And the cool thing about him is he realized he was actually working as a psychologist and he had patients and he had clients. And he started realizing that when they started uncovering and, and noticing the synchronicities, these meaningful coincidences in life, they started making progress in therapy where they had not made progress before. So he became really obsessed with it and started studying it and, and trying to understand it himself. And he's written a lot on it. But one of my favorite quotes by him is actually, um, he says, in all chaos, there is cosmos, in all disorder, a secret order. And that to me sums up synchronicity completely because what we see with our eyes as these chaotic, random events that, that are just disorderly and nothing seems to connect, really there's cosmos or spirit behind that. And there's this secret order that often we can't realize until we sort of start looking back and connecting those dots for ourselves. That's really inspiring. And that can help a lot of people when they think that certain things are going on and they kind of ignore it. Instead, now they could sit back and say, wait a minute, is there a meaning to this? Am I being told something? Is yeah. it something I should follow here? Should I and, wait to see what else comes along? Right. And and what I noticed, the biggest thing about it to me is I say, once you start sort of tapping into the way that the universe is communicating with you, the signs that are being sent to you from your guides, from your loved ones on the other side, you and once you start realizing that everything is leading you somewhere, when things happen to you in your life, which, by the way, I mean, life is uncertain, right? So we're every day, we're not exactly sure what's going to come next. We have no idea what lies in front of us. But things we know that things will go wrong eventually. That's just the way that, that human life is designed. But now I notice and what I notice about people when they start sort of learning this is that when something goes wrong or something goes, you know, a, a way that they didn't expect or they get disappointed by something, you don't feel as you you still feel the emotions, you still might be disappointed, you still might be upset, but what I notice about myself and others who follow this is you start realizing, you know what? This stinks and I'm totally up, upset about it, but I know that it's leading me somewhere. And so you sort of have more faith in what's happening to you now and what's ahead of you because you know that there is a plan. And it, and once you start finding it in your own life, it almost gives you that certainty within the uncertainty of life that no matter what's happening, it's leading me somewhere and I'm going to be okay. I can totally relate to that, Tammy. And the, I often think about when things happen, I, I pay attention to synchronicity. And I also think about, is there a lesson I'm supposed to be learning? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So I have a quick question, um, just because for us less spiritual um, gurus out here. So, I mean, I guess, you know, because synchronicity, I mean, it makes total sense to me where, you know, you're saying like these items are kind of happening and they all align to be making like a purpose. But, you know, I think one of the things that I've always kind of thought of, and I mean, so this is kind of cool, but it was to be like serendipitous, right? Where it's just like kind of like random things just happen. But so is that kind of like what you would say is like when one thing happens, that's kind of serendipitous, but like synchronicity is when they all like 
that happens more than once and it kind of aligns and then you're like, aha, you have your like aha moment where like, oh, these things are actually leading me somewhere that's actually beneficial for me. Yes. So, so what I teach about is signs and synchronicity. So when you're talking about that serendipitous moment or when something aligns for you, it can fall onto, it can fall into either of those categories. So what I say is sometimes the universe will just send you the, the right person at the right time or the, or, or maybe, you know, like I'll, I, I, I give the example of green juice, right. Where everybody is like, on this, this, this kick of green juice and we need to be drinking more green juice. And now there, you know, people are talking about celery juice in the morning and, you know, just plain celery juice and all this stuff. And you, maybe you hearing about it, but you don't do anything about it. And then you go into a, um, a bookstore and there's a clearance rack and there's like a million different books on all these different topics on the clearance rack. And you look and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, look, 101 green juice recipes. How weird. I was just thinking about that. Maybe I should get this book. So then you buy the book and you go home and the book sits on your counter and you don't do anything with it. And then maybe a week later, you are looking at, um, you know, you're flipping through the channels and all of a sudden you see the documentary Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead with Joe Cross, which is all about how he used juicing to completely rehabilitate his life and his health. And you're like, oh, that's right. I bought that green juice book. I should really be doing that. And so you still, you know, you still don't really start, you don't get the juice or you don't do anything. And then maybe, you know, four or five days later, a friend calls you and was like, oh my God, I just bought this great juicer. And I started doing these green juices in the morning. And then finally you're like, oh my gosh, I get it. I'm getting the juicer. Right. So Mm -hmm. that's how the universe talks to us. It sort of puts these things into our path. And sometimes it's just the the right person at the right time or the, the book that has the exact answer that we need or you know, whatever, whatever you're looking for, it's like, oh my gosh, this is so perfect. I was just thinking about this and it showed up that, you know, that's a one-off moment, but there are also times where you will realize like, oh my gosh, now that I'm looking back, thank God I got fired from that job. Because if I didn't get fired from that job, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. And I'm so much happier now, or thank God I got fired from that job, or I lost that job interview and didn't get that job. Because if I didn't, I wouldn't have stayed with this company or been with this company now. And now I met the person that I'm going to marry. So that's the other sort of side of the synchronicity. So when you talk about those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, this aligned perfectly. That's what I'm talking about in terms of signs or synchronicity is that there are no accidents, right? We mm-hmm. think there, we think things are, are quote unquote, a coincidence or an accident or how weird or how strange that this just showed up. But really, I don't believe that they're accidents. I believe that they're events and there's occurrences in our lives that we just haven't either connected or found meaning for yet, but that everything is sort of leading us somewhere, even if that means it leads us to a place where maybe we wouldn't want to go. So maybe we make, a, we make a decision and we end up in a place that's causing us pain. That doesn't mean that the universe is not going to work to sort of reroute you and send those people or those opportunities or those books or those emails or whatever might pop up to sort of direct you back where you need to go. So just as like a newbie out there, like, because I mean, I'm sure we've all had these aha moments, but you know, we don't ever really notice how they might start to connect. Like, do you think that we should, like, if we do have one of those, we should start to like kind of pay attention for other things that might be kind of aligning with it or like. Do you like take notes or recommend that maybe so like you can kind of look back or keep track of these or? Yes. Yes. So, so I'm actually, um, I just 
signed a contract. I'm writing my first book on the topic of signs and synchronicity. It's not oh. going to be out. It won't be out. It's a how-to book, basically. <laughs> it won't be out until um, 2020 because publishing takes forever. But, right. um, but yes. So there, I actually came up with a five-step process called Sync, um, which will help helps people uncover it. But what what I say in terms of like, if you want to start uncovering it in your own life, if you want to start finding it in your own life, you can just pick one event and start questioning it. Like, okay, so I met, you know, I this is how I met my husband. So how did I meet my husband or my wife or my significant other? Oh, well, so-and-so introduced me to them. Okay, so how did I meet so-and-so? Oh, that's right. I decided to go to this college and that's where I met her. So you start sort of tracing things back and you can start realizing how different things begin to um, begin to sort of connect. Um, so that's one one way to do it. Um, and then also in terms of once you start noticing these things, you definitely want to start keeping track of them because we we so quickly sort of fluff them off like, Oh, that's cool. I was just thinking about this. And we don't we don't sort of bring it into our awareness and realize that this was something that is actually meant to help us, that maybe there was something behind this, that maybe the universe actually is, you know, or spirit or whomever is actually trying to get through to us, trying to communicate. Because communication and dialogue is a two-way street. And not only are we constantly sending messages out right? Through our thoughts, through our actions, through our feelings, we're constantly sending things out saying, this is what I want, or this is what I want to create, or this is what I don't want. But the, the cool thing is we are getting answers back. And the goal is to sort of open your awareness to start realizing it. Because the more that you start recognizing it, and the more you say yes to it, because the second step in that whole sync process is saying yes, and not saying oh, I don't know if that was the universe. I don't know if that was a sign from a loved one who passed. I'm not sure about this. Oh, I'm not going to take it. You're blocking it. But if you can say yes, and you can say, you know what? I'm going to accept this. I'm going to accept this, and I'm going to be grateful for it, and I'm going to look for more. I'm going to look for more direction. You start opening yourself up to it. And then it becomes, I always say life goes from random chaos to a series of miracles because now every you start realizing everything in your life is really a um it's really a miracle it's really showing you that we're not alone and that we're constantly have this guidance available to us i would is that great um tammy you're talking about synchronicity and this is right up the alley of grief and rebirth because we talk about when we talk to healers how um our um issues health issues or whatever often come from blocked unprocessed emotions yes. a lot of healers work with people about that we've had quite a few people on grief and rebirth who help people to release those emotions and you're going through something like that right now aren't you yes yeah absolutely i mean i'm i myself am in the process of healing from it's called a mast cell disorder but basically it just means that my body overreacts and and does allergic reactions to things that should not be having allergic reactions to. Um, but I actually discovered um, a, a very good friend of mine now, but I just discovered her book and then wound up interviewing her. And now I'm, I'm really delving into that whole um, going in and finding those emotions, finding those limiting beliefs, finding the unprocessed experiences that, that are stuck within my body that are causing a lot of these symptoms. Um, and her name is actually Amy Beashear. She wrote a book called How to Heal Yourself When No One Else Can. She actually has a new book coming out in February called How to Heal Yourself from Anxiety. And wow. um, 
And so here's the thing. I mean, even I'm still clearing today. My mother passed away almost like 19 years ago. I'm still clearing stuff today from that death. I'm still clearing emotions and things that are, you know, being processed from various, you know, I mean, it's, you know, our emotions get stuck in organs of our body. They get stuck in tissues in our body. They get stuck in chakras of our body. And we don't realize it until things start going wrong. And then we're like, why am I sick? Or why do I keep getting headaches? Or why do I have these issues? Um, and so, and that's, that's, you know, that's the, that's the way our body communicates, right? So I'm talking about the universe communicating, but our body communicates with us to let us know something's wrong when we're having pain, when all of a sudden you have arthritis in your knee or, or whatever it might be. So that's something that I'm sort of in the process of learning and, um, and discovering how to clear all of that out. Now, when you say how to clear for people who don't understand that, what does, how does that look like for you? Because there are many different modalities and ways to clear these issues from your body. Yes, there's so many. Oh my gosh, there's so, so many. So um, just to give you the quick kind of rundown of it, what, what I do in a class that I actually teach people is how to use a pendulum to, um, to sort of uh, delve into the subconscious mind and get answers. And so I use, uh, some people will use muscle testing or kinesiology. I use the pendulum as my muscle testing because I find it works extremely well. Um, so that's, that's the first and foremost is you want, you don't want to just be randomly clearing things. You want to know exactly what is the right thing that I should be clearing and what is the best method for me to clear. But some of those clearing methods are EFT or emotional freedom technique. They are um, something called chakra tapping that uh, my friend Amy talks about, which is basically similar to EFT, but you're just using um, you're just using the chakras. Um, so so there's a, there's so many different there's a there's a technique called Sedona, the Sedona method. There's a um, there's a technique called uh, Ho'oponopono. Um, there's so many different clear energy clearing methods, but really the goal, another one is called thymus tapping, where you tap on your thymus gland to release emotions. Um, there's so many different modalities available to us to sort of move these emotions throughout our body and actually discover and change the limiting beliefs that we have that could be holding us back, whether that's health wise, whether that's um, you know, the flow of money into your life, the flow of love into your life, whatever, it, you know, you're trying to build a business, whatever it might be, um, limiting beliefs will, will stop you every time. So there are ways that we can get into that subconscious mind. Again, I use the pendulum, but there's muscle testing to sort of find those beliefs and then find the best ways to clear them and reprogram the brain. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, I want to ask you also, Tammy, and this is such a wonderful interview, and I think people will really benefit so much from this. I also want to ask you, we always ask what a person's tip is for joy in life with all that you've experienced and all that you've been through and all that you've released. What would you say to people uh, listening that is Tammy's tip for how to find joy from all the things that they've been through? Yes, yes, and I and I get it. So so my first thing is just um I think so many times we focus on what's going wrong in our life because that you know we're always in sort of this problem solving mode of like, you know, what do I need to fix? What do I need to change? So the first thing is find some time throughout your day to focus on what's going right 
because there are things, believe it or not, that are going right. You know, you woke up this morning, you went to work, you, you know, you had your coffee, whatever it is, there's things that are going right. Maybe you didn't hit traffic on the way to work, whatever it might be. Um, and so focus on what's, what's going right, because that will bring you more joy. And that will, that will put you into that gratitude zone where all wonderful things come from. Um, but the other thing I want to share is just, um, I mentioned, I went to George Anderson, the, that medium for a reading and that, that reading was back in October, 2000, but I transcribed it years ago. And one of the things that my mother talked about specifically in that reading, while she, she talked about, you know, things to let me know that it was really her and, and all of that stuff and comforting things, but she also gave some advice. And so I like to share it with other people because I figure Anybody who believes in life after death, you know, when you're on the other side, you have a very different, very more open and loving viewpoint to life in this human experience. So anytime I get advice from someone on the other side, I pay attention to it. Um, so what she talked about is something I think we all deal with where we're always afraid, you know, that the that what's coming next or, you know, something wonderful or something good will happen to us. And now we're scared that something bad is going to happen. So I just want to share with you the advice that she shared on this when it comes to accepting the joys rather than not accepting them. What she said, and again, this was through George Anderson. Um, she said to us, people are always afraid of things going wrong. You don't have to live in fear. She says, you're always ready to prepare for the bad things that come in life. Why not start to absorb some of the joys that come in life? In her life review on the other side, the souls asked her, or the higher souls asked her, did you partake of the joys that came in your life as well as the hardships? She said, frankly, you have no answer for that because we're so conditioned to always have to put up with this or that or that life stinks. And they ask you in your life review, did you partake of the joys that God sends to the world into your life? Her advice was, remember, willingly and joyfully take the joys that come to you, because if they come to you, you're entitled to them. A lot of times people will turn them away, thinking this isn't right, this isn't the thing to do, or I'm not entitled to them. And she says again, that is incorrect, except the joys that come to you. That is so that, that is my advice, and that is my mother's advice. That is fabulous. I think that a lot of people will benefit from that advice. Now you're spreading it, the gift of your mom to even more people, Tammy. Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. We're so grateful to have you here. Could you give everyone? I have one quick question before you jump off, uh, Tammy. So uh, about your magazine really quick, where do we go to get it? And um, is it online? Can you subscribe to have it delivered? Um, can you let the readers know just a little bit about that really quick? Sure. So the magazine itself is totally digital, but it is viewable on any device. So it could be your phone. It could be a tablet. It can be a desktop. It looks just like a regular magazine. You turn the pages just like a regular magazine. But the cool thing about it is that it has video embedded into it. So for every cover story, we actually have the video embedded in that cover story where you can watch. You can just click play and watch it. Um, and it is free to subscribe to. So if you just go to elevatedexistence.com, forward slash subscribe, you can get access to it. It comes out four times a year. So every March, June, September, and December. Awesome. I'm, I'm looking at it and subscribing right now. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> this looks great. Much, Tammy. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I mean, like I, I always hate to cut it short, but I mean, because this is fascinating and I wish we could dive in about pendulums a little bit more. And, you know, Irene's always been teaching me how to do it. And I mean, I'm, I'm curious about all these new um, these new techniques you're coming up with. And I really would love to chat with you again when your book comes out. So, I mean, definitely keep us posted for that because this whole synchronicity thing is it's very eye-opening and it's really fun, I think, to look back at your own lives. So I hope yeah. we'll, we'll have to talk again, Tammy. <laughs> Absolutely. Or as we like to say, to be continued. Yes, to yeah. be continued. Thanks for joining us as another episode of the Grief and Rebirth podcast.